Welcome back to Life Hacks on How to Maximize Every Dollar with Jordan Mantel and Ivan May. Happy Thanksgiving, y'all. Um, hope you guys had a great holiday. Um, I know uh, I know we, we had a good little holiday. It was good seeing the family. I was happy to see mom, dad, sister, and everybody, um, even though it's these crazy times during COVID. Um, but everybody's safe and sound, so it's good to hear, and everybody's staying healthy. Um, what's going on with you, Jordan? How you doing, dude? What's up, dude? I'm good. Uh, happy to get a new month going. New month to be great. Enjoyed the holidays. Love lots, it. lots of great food. Uh, enjoyed family, friends. Banged out all of my Christmas shopping for the most part. Um, really Dang, for already? Yeah, yeah. No, I honestly took advantage of those online Black Friday deals. I have like maybe two or three more people to get and then I'm done. So oh, that's dope. Yeah, you I was super me. proactive with that. Um, yeah, I'm I'm not proactive with that ever. Yeah, I kinda I kinda picture you doing it like December like twentieth or something. No, I'm I'm actually sometimes I'm like on the twenty fourth. It's pretty bad. Oh wow. Wow, your show. <laughs> <laughs> um but no, I think I think today what we wanted to talk about was just kind of like a market recap, like the, the past couple of weeks. Really, the month of November was an absolute roller coaster with Black Friday, earnings, vaccine news, um, yeah. shoot, oil news coming out, driving energy and, and the oil sector. Yeah. Um, so what, what, do you, what do you think this past month was about, Ivan? What did we see with the Dow, with all the, the different markets? And yeah. uh, what are you looking forward to for 2021? Dude, it's crazy, like seeing like the, just the roller coaster over the past year. Um, because like for a lot of people, like some people were actually like sitting on the sideline, just chomping at the bit, waiting for an opportunity like March, right? Where the saddest thing ever, how like unemployment goes through the roof, tons of people out of work, like the government has to bail people out and send out checks for, you know, stimulus checks and everybody's going through like a roller coaster and a whirlwind of, um, you know, what's going on and, you know, where am I going to be financially, like family worries, all types of issues. And, you know, it's crazy because I mean, my, my wife, she just, she was laid off prior to this and we were going through things where it's like, oh man, like, well, you know, you got to figure things out. And it's just crazy because this year, at the start of the year, the Dow was at 28.8 or something, I think, Jordan. It was like right below like 29,000. And now if you look at it, we hit 30,000 last week and it's sitting like right under 30,000 today at the close of today. And you're just thinking like, that's insane because at its absolute low, it was around like 18,000 points on the Dow in March. So it's just wild because a lot of those, a lot of people I'm saying were taking, like, just looking on the sidelines and just waiting for that opportunity. They got that opportunity. And, you know, some people, you know, feared it and were scared of that opportunity. And some of us, you know, took advantage of it. And it's, it's kind of crazy just because Main Street's not doing so well, but Wall Street is just going insane. And it's kind of one of those things where, you gotta, sometimes you kind of gotta play with what's moving forward and what's doing well and what's helping you grow because a lot of people have seen, you know, a lot of growth during this period. And it just shows that, 
you know, year over year, the market's going to be strong. It's, it's going to recover. You're going to go through times of, you know, that ups and downs, you know, that's yeah. kind of what I- No, honestly, I'm sure we'll do an episode, you know, in the next few weeks leading up to the new year about, uh, things we're grateful for in terms of investment strategy, things we learned and, and different strategies we're going to take in 2021. But I think what this year has taught me in the markets was this was our millennial version of 2008. Like yeah, not, not nearly as bad in terms of how long it took for the market to recover. And obviously we haven't seen the type of real estate crash that 2008 saw with all the foreclosures yeah. and whatnot. Mm-hmm. But uh, I mean, there was real panic, right? Like financially, there was a lot of panic for a lot of people. Uh, there's people that are close to me that were worried about their investments because obviously it took a massive hit back on March 13th or whatever the day was. Uh, and, and the same tactics proved to be true. You keep your money in, you mm-hmm. keep contributing every single month to the things that you believe in. Mm-hmm. Shoot, a lot of us found individual stocks that we probably would have never invested in without COVID. And, yeah. and made a bunch of money on them. So exactly. uh, it, it's all about consistency, right? And composure and, and, and trusting the process. And I feel like that's what taught me the most so far this year. Not to mention, yeah. I mean, kind of already had a concept of this, but economic conditions aren't reflecting what the market is doing, right? Like there's still a bunch of people out of jobs. Yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah. They're talking about like federal loan assistance. Yeah. Yeah, for, I mean, for, unemployment, for unemployment's sectors. so high. Unemployment's so high. Unemployment's COVID super case, high. COVID yeah. cases are at, a t- at their highest. At their uh, highest. At their highest. And we just reached 30,000 points at the Dow. So we're, we're talking about almost a full recovery since March. Now, yeah. there's things that drive that. Vaccine news, uh, earnings, new companies coming. Like, obviously, innovative companies like uh, Slack and Zoom and all these cloud platforms really blew up from COVID. Tons of ideas drive these uh, indexes, but I mean, shoot, as of now, we just we just hit a record high. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. it's it's pretty wild, man, and it's like it's crazy too. Like when you go back and you look at some of like the sectors too um, that have like gone through just turmoil. Um, like I mean, you kind of talked a little bit about like the energy sector. Look at what happened to the energy sector back in March and April when you know, oil prices just fell off a cliff and all of those companies fell off a cliff with it. And it's just crazy to see, you know, how there's a little bit of recovery there. But also I feel like what we're really seeing is a, we're seeing a true transfer of wealth in the market where a lot of high capital, like very high um, valued companies, like very high market cap companies, in 2018, 2019 have now kind of lost a lot of that capitalization. And a lot of those, a lot of that investment capital has gone elsewhere. Yeah. And I mean, really, like, I think it's crazy because you look at, you look at the energy sector and you're like, okay, well, I feel like the, I feel like it should almost be called old energy versus new energy. Because if you look at the new energy sectors, such as EVs and sustainable energy, that sector has just been going berserk over the last, I'd say, probably three, four months with, you know, a lot of companies just, you know, multiples of increase on return when it comes to like their actual market capitalization. Now it's, it's wild to me. It's, it's just, it's mind blowing, but I think it's just something. It, I think one thing this year, it's just being observant. Like if you are listening and 
if you are a very observant person and like to do your due diligence, like I think this year has been one of those years where you can you've we've really all learned a lot. For sure. Market. It's kind of crazy. I think this year is like a great testament to understand your comfort level in the market too, right? Like yeah. we always say, okay, like dollar cost average, put your assigned amount of money in and your index funds and your stocks, whatever your things and things are that you believe in every single month and forget about it. Uh, but it, it, it could hit you different when, when that, that investment portfolio shrinks 50% or 30% or 20%. Uh, and then you get a real understanding for your comfort level with the market. Mm -hmm. When stuff goes down, do you still contribute? Do you pull out? Do you hold? Um, so I think I know for me and hopefully for a lot of people, the lesson was no matter, once again, no matter what the market does, stick to the plan, stay composed, keep contributing and, and the returns compound over time. It's, it's, it's fact. Like it, that's what the market's told us over the past hundred years. Oh, no, 100%. I mean, I love how you brought up that point of dollar cost averaging and just seeing some of these ups and downs because really the market it really is like it's a roller coaster 100 percent. the only thing is is that where you start on the roller coaster it doesn't come all the way back down to that same starting point so like over the long term that roller coaster is going to it's going to continue climbing but it's going to you're still going to see those ups and downs and that's why really just talking about like dollar cost average and just staying consistent that's where you know that's the true goal in mind and that's like where where it all comes from right there because you're going to be getting things on discount one day and maybe you're just buying it normal the next but it's going to be it's it's all going to work out in the long term yeah 100 percent. i think if you stay consistent uh you trust your values you trust your strategy uh it, it will always work out the, the main thing obviously is getting as much money in the market as quick as possible and keep contributing every single month so um yeah, because that's where that compound interest comes from. Right? That's right, baby. <laughs> that's it. Right that's there, right, dude. I think, I think for me, too, like prior to COVID, I didn't even really think about individual stocks like that. I was like, oh, nope, I'm investing in a broad-based index fund that has a bunch of stocks in it. Uh, I'm going to yeah. let my compound work over time, and and, and that's going to be my investment strategy. But um, Which is honestly, the but if you think about it, Jordan, like I think we all beginners, we all kind of start out like that. I mean, I, I would still say I'm definitely no expert. And of course I'm not a financial professional, but I love talking about personal finance. And I love investing and I can't ever not look at Yahoo finance at, you know, well, for me, it's eight 30 in the morning for Jordan at six 30, right when the bell opens, you know, and it's like, it's kind of one of those things where you just love the experience and you love being able to see your money grow and see it work on a daily basis. And the thing is, is that like, you also do want a set it and forget it mentality, you know, long-term, like some people, like you said, there's a comfort level, right? Like some of us are more comfort or comfortable looking at things that might be a little bit more volatile, or maybe it's a little bit more aggressive. Others are like, I don't want to mess with that. I love index funds. My money's in the market. It's conservative. I'm good with mutual funds too. Like everything. They're just like, I'm good with that. And that's, that's fine. I mean, picking stocks, like we said, Jordan, <laughs> it's, it's not easy. I mean, I don't know anyone who's a master of it, you know? No, yeah, no, it's hard. I, I think too, it's, it's all about diversifying, right? Um, like your, all your eggs don't have to be in one basket, but as long as your comfort level, um, you know, is in alignment with whatever your values are, whatever your investment strategy is, you're going to be in really good shape. So 
100%. Like, I think maybe we can even talk about that a little bit too. So like, you know, stocks wise, or maybe not really talking about individual stocks, like what are certain, like, like moving forward? Mm. Like I know we're, we're in 20, we're in 2020, we're in December, 2020. So it's basically the end of the year. Like, what are you looking into for like 2021? What are some sectors you like? What are some, you know, strategies you're looking at? Yeah, I think I'm looking to add some uh, individual positions to really get like some long-term growth, like a couple of growth stocks. And then I'll keep adding to my big tech uh, positions that I have because I, I do believe in big tech. Uh, I think that they really are the driving force in the indexes and in the markets, and they're always a good play over time. Um, also, too, you'll probably see retail. Uh, I'm assuming retail is, shoot, it's got to bounce back sooner or later. Uh, you saw it this past month with some companies saw 1x growth, <laughs> two, two, three weeks, 1x growth based on um, vaccine news and earnings. And yeah, it'll be interesting to see what happens when a vaccine comes out. I think you can bet on a lot of sectors to bounce back. Maybe not back to their 52-week highs from 2020 um, initially, but you'll you'll see some growth. For sure. yeah. right, what about you? What do you, big, what, what do you big on? I don't like how you threw out retail because that's like one of the ones that I'm like, I think in the short term, I think we see like a little bit of a bounce like we've noticed and stuff, but maybe I don't know if it'll be a super long term thing. Who knows? Maybe it does come back. We don't, we don't know how to pick stocks like that, but um, we just keep buying. But I, I mean, I think I, I love um, EV, of course, like anything, electric vehicles, sustainable energy. I think that's huge. I'm looking into that big time. I already know it's been going through a big push over the last three or four months. But like I said, I just think there's a big transfer of capital going on in the market. And I think that that's just kind of where things are going. I know people are like, oh, well, Tesla's already so high. And then it split and a lot of people started buying it again. It's like, well, we can be a little bit more observant and look for other things other than Tesla in the same space. Cause I mean, really, it's just, it's really sector by sector, like kind of how the market moves now. Um, yeah. And even with, you know, our recent political change with big Joe B going in, you know, who knows? Maybe cannabis might be a sector that we should all keep an eye out for. And that's been going on a, a short run. And, and, uh, I also, I'm actually also, I'm super big. I love cybersecurity, really big on cybersecurity. I think that's like, when you talk about like big tech, like cybersecurity is basically like kind of right there with them. Yeah. I think that's always something you really got to look at too. But yeah, dude, I'm, yeah, it's, I'm, so I'm pretty psyched yeah. about like how things will move forward in the future. I think this really is, I think it's almost like 0809, like where you saw a lot of companies either go insolvent or just disappear and, you know, capitalization, there's a shift in where it went. And a lot of, you know, big fund managers and even big name investors like Warren Buffett, for example, even this year, they start making changes. And I think people really have to be observant of some of those changes and where some of that capital is going to be moving to in the long term, because we go through cycles, right? Like this is just one of those cycles uh, like we had 12 years ago or 12, 11 years ago. But I think <clears throat> this is this is just one of those cycles where who knows, maybe we'll all be able to do well over the long term regardless. So yeah, just like uh like what Jet said a few episodes back, just buy, right? Just buy. Just I agree. Just buy. 
Seriously. Buy, buy, buy. And I, you guys are going to see a lot of headlines. The market reaches an all-time high. The Dow, the Dow reaches an all-time high. The market reaches an all-time high. You'll see a lot of different headlines of that coming out. Uh, you probably already saw them, and you'll see them in the next few months. Do not let that deter you from buying. There will always be new all-time highs. One hundred percent. Always. There will always be new all-time highs. I mean, like, so what we just said, right? Like, if you look at what the Dow is at now, in comparison to where it was back in oh seven, oh eight, oh nine, so where it went from basically like eight or nine thousand, and it came down to like six around seven thousand during the fall, and everybody's like, "Oh my God, what a fall!" Right? And then you look at this year, and you're like, it went from twenty nine to eighteen, like twenty nine thousand to eighteen thousand, like that's a it's it was way worse. Way worse in 2020. Like, there's never been anything like it. I don't even think the Great Depression or even in the 80s, I don't don't even think it was that bad. And then back up. Uh, Yeah, and then right back up. So it's just crazy to see, like, how much, yeah, there's some volatility, but over the long term, like, people know that their money can grow while investing in some of these equities long term, which is, I, I just think it's... I, it's just something that we all need to just be in tune with. And I think that's just what this show is about. Like, that's all we talk about is just how we can have it grow. And I think that seeing what the market's done this year, we can definitely, we can all definitely see some growth long-term regardless. Oh yeah. hundred percent. Love, love to hear it. Love to see it. Um, <clears throat> get all your finances in order towards the end of the month. Uh, right. Today's my day to optimize. Make sure you guys are optimizing, getting your budgets in ready. Christmas shopping, paying off your credit cards, allocating your investments, whatever you got to get do, it get organized. organized. Got to we got to stay on top of it. Like like you said, Jordan, I like can never forget this. You said this, I think, in the first or second episode, and we were talking about how like you just got to stay in tune, right? Like every single day, you need to spend some time with your finances, and I think that's like so true in every aspect. I don't care. We don't care if it's you know. Rent payments, your savings account, checking account, investment accounts, whatever it is. It's, I mean, bills, anything. Like we should always just try to keep a, keep a finger on the pulse. And I think that's, that's really just, that's, that's what it's all about. Keep Keep it pushing, pushing, baby. Keep Keep it pushing. pushing. Well, bro, I think I'm going to let you get to your fantasy lineup because you need some help. Uh, (laughs) <laughs> and to be honest, I'm I'm pissed. Yo, I'm pissed that Fuller's out. I'm no. pissed. Dude, it's the worst, man. That's the worst. You'll you'll be all right though. I'll probably see you in the in the playoffs. Just to let y'all know, Jordan and I are in the same fantasy league. It's called the league. And we love it. It's like the crazy Yeah. <laughs> Ivan's getting a little bit of taste of success. And yeah, I don't know, man. He's been acting funny. I'm winning I'm winning before. shit. That's all I'm winning hey. shit. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, this week, guys, just like really the, t- the big takeaway from this week, I think, is just to branch out and just take a look, just mess around with certain apps and take a look at certain sectors that you never looked into. Like it, it can maybe be e-commerce or maybe it's maybe you'll you'll take a look into the banking or financial sector and be like, oh, what's going on in that sector? So, you know, it's just, it is what it is. Um, but, uh, but yeah, let's just, let's take a look at that and branch out and let's make it happen. Let's go together.